What's the best ages to get married to avoid divorce? This is Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung, and I am single. Tom McGuire, I'm happily married. I'm Allison Collins, and I'm happily divorced. So how old were you when you got divorced? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, or married. married. Or married, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it was like a few weeks before I turned 25. All right, so you were out of the range, actually. So, I was young, yeah. Yeah, and how long uh, were you married? I forget. Um, seven years. Seven years. Well, you passed the five-year mark, which, uh, uh, according years? to this study... Uh, so this new study suggests that people should get married between ages 28 and 32 if they don't want to get divorced at least in the first five years. You waited. I mean, that's the general thinking, and they even acknowledged this in the uh, in, in this uh, survey that they did. That before it was always it always seemed to think that the general thinking was wait until you get married, get older, be you know more mature, things like that. But this is saying 28 and 32. Well, I grew up thinking you got married when you're like in your early 20s. Yeah, and then I soon realized you go to college and then you get you married. Go to college, meet a girl, and get married. And that's what some of my cousins did. That's what one of my sisters did. My other sister met a guy in college, but it took like 12 years to get married. So they were like right in that sweet spot probably right. when they got married. Um, I was 34. Um, I think it's, personally, I think it's the way to go. I mean, obviously, it's what I did. Well, 34, and I was in my 20s. to 32, though, too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it was, I mean, I just, it wasn't in my 20s. I think right. me in my 20s. I mean, maybe it would have been fine. I don't know if I met the right person at the right time. But, yeah, for me, it was like, ah, maybe I'll never get married. I met Beth. I was like, all right, I'll get married. Well, the study was done by Nick Wolfinger, a sociologist at the University of Utah. It was published by a pro-marriage um, organization called the Institute of Family Studies. And it said, you know, as, as we mentioned, that people get married between 28 and 32, split up the least in the ensuing years. Um Allison, does it make sense to you? I mean, you got married young. What do you think? I mean, I think there's so many factors that go into it. I think, um, should I have waited to get married? Yes. I mean, I was too young. I think if you can go out and kind of figure out what you want out of life before you attach onto someone else, um, I think that you can both um, flourish a little more. But I think to find like the sweet spot between twenty eight and thirty two and be like, okay, now now I'm ready. Now well, I don't think you. I, I think anytime you try and plan it, that's a bad idea. You've talked about that Agreed. plenty. Uh, but again, I know people that said, no, I want to be married when I'm thirty years old, and I want to have kids when I'm thirty four. All I could think about is this guy's at the University of Utah, and I used to live kind of that way. And I keep thinking, like, marry your first wife at twenty eight and your second at thirty two. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> For our polygamous friends out there. Well, this is, uh, there are a lot of reasons why late 20s and 30s make a lot of sense uh, for starting a marriage. Uh, people are old enough to understand it, that if they really get along with someone um, or if they're just blinded by hormones or, you know, love at first or lust at first sight, I should say. Um, and they've already made some significant life choices, uh, such as jobs and where they want to be in life and things like that. And they're a little more financially solvent than they are when they're younger, just out of school. Uh, so, I mean, there are a lot of things that I think are going into this that make a lot of sense. Yeah, and I think probably on the on the flip side, once you start getting a little bit older, you probably start to get like used to being single, stuck in your ways, and so it's maybe harder to transition to... So it's probably the little sweet spot, 28 to 32, that's like you're really in the perfect spot to to be successful. 
You're shaking. Oh, your head. No, I'm not saying. No, that, no, no. I'm not saying no. everyone no, I else agree. fails. Sure. I'm just saying that's probably the theory. Is, right. You know, my friends that waited longer. Um, th- that ha- I, I have some friends that have amazing relationships, but they didn't get married till you know their late 30s, 40s, and you know they're like, yeah, and we both want to have kids, and they're currently going through like the struggles of you know fertility and you know when that peaks and mm-hmm. you know the trials and tribulations. So. I don't. Not that that's right or wrong or whatever, but I think that it adds a whole other layer of stress to the relationship. Mm-hmm. What, going to what Tom said about being kind of stuck in your ways and things, I, I see that side of it, but I also see the side of it as I know who I am and mm-hmm. I know what I want and I know what I'll put up with and I know what I won't put up with. Yeah, but I feel like I meet a lot of guys now who are maybe your age they're like this is who i am and i am very like like almost like rigid like this is what makes me happy and it makes it hard to how how would we be in a relationship like how would what would give right a give and take mm-hmm. um i well i guess i see that too but um but i what we talked about i think a couple episodes ago too were just kind of deal breakers not so much of the smaller stuff that we talked about but i think you know what you're willing to give on i mean if you don't then i don't think you know who you are but (laughs) if you're not if you're a person who like only focuses on what makes you happy it probably doesn't matter how old you are yeah (laughs) you're just gonna (laughs) fail like sometimes you do things that don't make you happy because it makes the other person happy right oh tom no but i mean that's true i mean i when especially being in a relationship or just being in love in general when you do something for somebody else and you see how happy that makes them I mean, I get more joy out of it probably than they do. You know, and sometimes it works out in your favor. Sometimes you get the reward, the unforeseen reward. So I hate shopping. And when Beth and I, we used to go shopping. And I literally, I mean, I swear this is a true story. You can ask Beth. I would not say a word. I would politely just walk around and stand there and walk around and stand there. Walk around and stand there. And she would drive, it would drive her crazy. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? She's like, why are you hovering? I'm like, I'm in the women's clothing department. I'm standing here, yeah. and when you move 10 feet away, I move 10 more feet. So, like, she's like, God, you like... So I guess leave me I was, alone. Yeah, I was, like, kind of lurking too much. Yeah. So now I don't, ha- now I don't have to go shopping anymore. Hmm. And I, in my mind, I was like, I'm being <laughs> so nice. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm just... And if there's a place to sit, I'll sit quietly. But if sure. it's not, I just kind of float around a little yeah. bit. And now I don't have to go anymore. Hmm. I don't like shopping either. I would. I generally would just park myself someplace and say, "I'll be right here." I like shopping for myself. <laughs> I've seen Tom at the Nordstrom's anniversary sale. It's it's phenomenal his shopping abilities. I'm I'm actually I think an amazing shopper because I go into the store, I know exactly what I want, and I go buy that, and then I leave. Uh, I'm the same way. That's why I'm good at it. Yeah, I think I'm really good at it. I'm a good shopper. I I was telling my mom the other day I haven't gone shopping in so long. Uh, I'm in serious need of like some new black pumps and some basics. One of the best Christmas presents I ever got my sisters were was uh, courtesy of Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Collins, uh, working at Fields. Mm. And I literally walked in. I'm like, I need presents for my sisters, and she's like, Oh, what about this? What about that? I'm like, Perfect, perfect. My Check, mom checked out. I was on my way. My mom loved working at Marshall Fields. 
and she would love when people would come up and say, what do I need? And she was, she's like a super bargain shoppers mm-hmm. and she'd be like, oh, and if you use this coupon and then you put it on your card and then you agree to sign up for this and you get another 20% and a 30% and a 50% on that. And <laughs> Next thing you know, it's free. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they actually pay you to yeah. take the merchandise. <laughs> well, it was always really funny. At the end of the year, my father would come out and say, this is how much uh, the field's credit card cost us this year and this is what your mother was paid by them and it was always the card was <laughs> always slightly over and she's like that's not fair because i pay for all your suits and you know yeah. <laughs> but i think there's something to what tom said though too i um when you're in a relationship in uh, yeah you, you know what you want and, and what you'll put up with and things like that but i think when you're in love with somebody it makes you want to do or it makes you makes you want to do things for them makes you a better person i guess sure Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Let me tell you why you're wrong, Eric. <laughs> no. Oh, I, no, I, I mean, I no, guess I right. was hoping to, to stroke a little story or two, but well, no, I think you're right, fine. though. I mean, I think, I mean, when you're alone, your life is very different than when you're with someone. Pasta, chicken breasts, lay on the couch. When you're with someone, you have better meals. You go out more. You, I mean, and then you do. You do new things you didn't think you would do before. You do things you don't necessarily want to do because they want to do them. And sometimes, yeah. you, I mean, I do things with other people, even if you didn't want to do them and don't like doing them, but you find some find them somewhat enjoyable because you're with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, of course, you, when you start dating someone and you're doing things that make them happy, it's fun to see them. But then I, I feel like sometimes I date people where like, then they're like, oh, you should do that again. Doesn't that make you so happy? They to do this for it? me, yeah, and you're like, I don't know. Well, I hate you, getting flowers all the time. Yeah. You moved to a ranch no. in oh, the middle of Wyoming, stop. so let's talk about doing things for people you love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I come off as, I think I'm being portrayed as someone that doesn't give in, but I feel like I, I do. I don't feel that. I don't think I don't you're I think I think I just way. got portrayed that way. But <laughs> oh, I didn't mean I don't think either of you have been portrayed that way. I think you're both... Very giving, generous people. <laughs> oh, you're just saying that because it's true, Tom. If only you two crazy kids could find somebody. <laughs> it's interesting that they said that that was the prime age to avoid divorce within the first five years. Uh, and according to the analysis done by the uh, sociologist at Utah, University of Utah, it said if you don't want, if you, the perfect age to get married and not get divorced is 45 to 49. Oh, that totally shoots my theory right in the... Right in the head. My theory about getting older and not being able right. to, so I'm totally wrong. According to his research, I'm oh, yeah, totally wrong. But I think you also run into the problem that Allison talked about, too, is if you did want to have kids, I mean, that's going to be pretty tough. Well, at 45, I mean, yeah, you're pushing it at 40, I yeah. think. You know, so 45, it's really a... Well, if you read this article and then there's like a, you know, the other side of the bait coming right after it saying, well, that could be flipped on its ear, too, so... But um, I like the end of it where it um, it says, having money and college degree reduces your chances of getting divorced. As does getting get engaged before moving in together. Hmm. That's interesting. So the, uh, Yeah, the money thing, I always like, I, I think we've said this before, like money can't buy happiness, but like it sure helps. Yeah. Like if you don't have to worry about money, yeah. like how much <laughs> less stress is there? I don't know right. many people that don't have to worry about money, but... Well, if it's not a like, constant concern, you're living paycheck to paycheck and, and things like that. Oh, yeah. Like a single mother teacher or something? That'd be so awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought, well, I, I guess I uh, missed this when my initial reading with the um, the getting engaged before moving in together. Yeah, I. Uh, as a factor. 
I moved in. You moved in too before. Oh no. wait, you know what? That's I mean, not true. People Actually, can't see you shaking your head. Doc. Oh no, I moved in. Like Beth and I, it's bizarre. I did not move in. I lived directly behind Beth. Right. Oh. <laughs> Literally, like Same from Beth's then. yeah from Beth's back porch, you would look into my living room. It was all just a, That's how literally she found just you. a coincidence. No, we moved. I know, yeah. I know. yeah, She ended up buying. I moved in with my buddy, and she completely randomly, like before he even bought this place, ended up buying. Like he'd bought it, and then she's like, "Oh, I found this great condo." I'm like, "Where is it?" And I'm like, "That's like right, you know, by my buddies." And that's and before you moved out, in. That's before. Yeah, I didn't move in until we got married. Yeah. And I had a friend of mine who... No, uh, before you moved in with uh, the friend that bought the... Yeah, no. Okay. Beth, yeah, so Beth had lived there, and he lived there, and then I moved in. There's some things that went on, and I moved in with him. Um, so, yeah, when I moved in, I mean, I knew Beth lived right, right. there. So it was like, it was, you know... That's yeah, perfect. Pretty convenient, to yeah. be perfectly honest. Absolutely. Um, so it was like we were like a little happy family of the three of us. <laughs> and then, uh, then he met his now wife... And it was like a little four-person little dinks. Um, so they weren't married yet, but she had moved in. They were engaged, I think, moved in. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the four of us, you know, for a while. And then they moved. Hmm. And that was the end of it. Did you move no. in? I'm sorry. I have to change my answer because I guess I, I moved in. Oh, yeah. Like, we knew we were moving in together. Right. I knew I was moving to Wyoming, uh, like, the first of the year. And he proposed on Christmas Eve. So technically, yes, I was engaged before moving in. Right. So I was told by a friend, I thought this was good advice. She had moved in, engaged, moved in together, and then got married. And she was like, the wedding was kind of a anticlimactic. Fun, but it was kind yeah. of yeah, you know, it's right. kind of like okay, let's go yeah. back to our apartment yeah. that we already had together. Yeah. So she's like, so nothing really like changed. Um, and for Beth and I's situation, there was no need to move in because we <laughs> we lived fifty yards uh, from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I don't think it's a big deal either way. But it was nice to like, oh, all right, we're married, you know, right? You know, it's kind of something changes then at yeah. least. I don't think I don't know. I don't think I would live. Well, I don't know. It probably depend because I lived with a woman several years ago, um, and we weren't even close to getting engaged. In sin. Yes, yes, which my mother reminded me of. <laughs> I bet yeah, she wasn't happy, I bet. No, she didn't. She was she fine. Didn't care, yeah, was she? she was fine. Um, I, I always thought, like, I always I would say to people, I'm like, if you're going to move in together, just might as well get married then. Like, oh, God, the I'm, point is, like, be single. If you're going to be single, be single. If you're not going to yeah. be single, then be married, well, in my th- opinion. This was a little different situation. I understand what you're saying. And, uh, like, I, I was about ready to say, I don't know if I would move in with somebody now prior. I don't think I have a hard and fast rule on that one, though. Um, I think that um, in this situation, it was a little different because we were both moving from two different cities. And it was kind of, looking back in hindsight, 2020, I, you know, I would have gotten two different apartments, and I think the relationship would have probably been a lot better but eventually would end it anyway but we did it thinking also with the it's stupid for us to get two apartments because we're just going to stay the night over each other's place anyway but in hindsight it would have been the best decision well, you save some money i guess we did get we did get a uh, a really nice apartment that's for sure and how was that trailer <laughs> <laughs> i lived in a single wide <laughs> On a ranch. Was it everything you dreamt of as a little girl? Um, I thought. I mean, it was it. Uh, I, it was fine. I, I mean, it seemed like a house, but I still remember 
like my mom tells the story. She didn't tell the story till after we got divorced. She's like, oh, when I had to pull up there and I saw that you were living in a trailer and you were bringing my first grandbaby home to a trailer, <laughs> uh, it kind of rubbed her the wrong way a little bit. But, you know, we built a house after that. Sure. So. And was it weird? I mean, this is, I'm not, this is going to sound like a joke, but I'm serious. Like, was it weird for you, like, going from, like, suburban girl to, like, a ranch where you, these calves would be birthed? And then yeah. you, you knew, well, so like, I went these from suburban girl. Get, these cows are on their way to the slaughterhouse eventually. So, uh, that's not really how it works. I went from suburban girl to, like, city girl to LA girl to ranch girl. They would sell, what would happen is that in the spring, all the babies are born, and then the fall, they would sell them all, and it was considered like a natural ranch, which is like organic, but without the stamp, and so they roam free and, you know, eat the natural grass, but um, they would all go, and that was sad, because you'd see like the moms and the kids break up from each other, but like the moms and the babies, they get torn apart from each other, and that was heartbreaking. The only thing that softened the blow was that then you would get the money for all the calves. You'd get one lump sum of money every year. And so usually you'd put it in some sort of fund and then work off of that for the rest of the year. But um, it was sad and awful and everything. But but also the moms by that point, they didn't want to nurse the babies. Like the babies were too big. Keep doing that. So the moms yeah. are kind of like, uh, Kill them. They were being killed, yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, they were definitely beef cattle. At some point in time, they were going to be killed. But they were going off to another place to continue. To fatten up. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. This, <laughs> this story started with the oh, suburban girl, city girl, yeah. LA girl, yeah. ranch girl, right? Yeah, no, this is yeah. my fault. I asked her if it was emotional to see the... You see these new cows be born... Come I'm, into the world, and then I'm you sorry, see so, him go off. So to don't die. get married at 24. Was that the conclusion? <laughs> I think I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> oh. oh, question number one. <laughs> um, so question number one is uh, again kind of going on this uh, the holiday theme here. How to handle tough questions about your dating, marriage, kids, divorce status when you're home with your family. Uh, avoid, avoid, avoid. avoid. I, avoid. Yeah, I mean, even if I'm happy when I was like, I don't want, like, I don't, like, yeah, it's, it's great. That's nice. But I think a lot I of people get asked that at home. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just natural to ask like, how are things going, but like, I don't want to like go into too much depth about like when the, in the, when you're dating. If you're dating somebody, yeah, like when you're younger, you just want to kind of like you want. I don't. For me personally, I don't want to tell my parents like all the gory details of like. No, but I think... I want them to think the person's a very nice person. Sure. And then when I, if I break up with them down the road, like, oh, it just didn't work out. Right. But so, I mean, I kind of try to keep it light, is what I'm saying. How about you? We're like, I'm an oversharer with my family, so... <laughs> I mean... The, well, like, when you first got divorced, I mean, uh, how did you handle that with with maybe even people out, you know, maybe a little further removed from your immediate family that maybe didn't know or anything like that? Um, I think I made, like, a little, like terribly uncomfortable like i thought it was hilarious like well <laughs> let me tell you about my divorce <laughs> yeah yeah i think it goes back to i'm an oversharer that's really that's i mean i would tell too much and then i'd make everyone uncomfortable and then yeah but i think allison is like an overshare at times but then she can go complete opposite to like sometimes on facebook i want to be like wait what like this is the most cryptic mysterious what? message i feel like i am never cryptic on facebook you'll like make some like random comment 
Like, this is what happens when the wind blows. <laughs> like, to be like, what? Like, what does this mean? Like, the other day at the bear game with the ticket, like, someone doesn't like electronic tickets. Like, yeah. like, well, oh, what? like what's sorry. this? Like, what's... <laughs> So everyone's like, wait, what? what I'm what? sorry. You had that other picture of you. Like, and what a, happened? It looked like a, a friend of yours together. I, sh- that I am not allowed to post any pictures at the Bears games because there may have been some tailgating that occurred beforehand. I should like have one of those lock. <laughs> it was like most, and posting. It was the most mysterious. <laughs> that's, a, that's, like, that's something we should talk about, too. No. Uh, we shouldn't. Yeah. No. So my we go to the Bears game. This is, I oh God, we're way off topic again. Uh forever my dad had all the tickets and so now that my brother's in charge of all the bears tickets he made them go all electronic um but they also send you paper tickets but my brother had downloaded them to his phone and my dad's like a super fast walker you've been with oh us. yeah it's like see he's the an game. amazing <laughs> walker he like, like he flash would, gordon it was like a routine he would hand everyone their ticket in case you got split up and then right. you'd walk really fast and i could never keep up with them and then you get in and you'd all sit down together um but my brother downloaded them to his phone and didn't realize that that like negated his ticket that he was holding and there was some there was an infuriated father Mm. like pointing like you don't do this to someone. Is that what the pic? He, he was the most like oh. like no one who saw that post could figure out what was happening in it. Yeah, again, back to drinking and posting. Oh, I I was infuriated at a Bears game a couple of years ago. I had gone. This was before they would accept electronic tickets, and I had uh, got a couple of tickets on StubHub. I was going with uh, our friend Andrew, who is a Minnesota Vikings fan. It was a Monday night football game. And Andrew and I had uh, a couple of cocktails before the game, a little tailgating, and we went to go to get into the game, and I had the tickets on my phone, and they said, oh, no, you have to go to this special section and print them out, which I thought was ridiculous. And both Murray and I, I I will say, I think we... We were very calm to the people. We knew that it wasn't their fault that this was a stupid rule. And then we had to go around to print out the tickets. And, I mean, we missed the first quarter because of it. And that was ridiculous, I thought. So I'm yes. glad they went to the electronic tickets. We I'm sorry your father was upset balls. about it. But what were we talking about? You know what really gets my goat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we're old. Uh, Dear Lord. Were we talking about gifts? No. No, uh, it was uh, how to handle tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like right after I got divorced, I went to a Bears game. And when we tailgate, there's this thing. There's like this walk thing that my ex-husband made uh, that they like barbecue and things on. And people are like, Who's made, who made this? And I'm like, well. And it would, it would always come out really inappropriately. The my way ex- you would say it or the yeah. way they would say it No, you? the way I would say it. Oh, my ex-husband, but he has a girlfriend. So we're going through a divorce. <laughs> just make the person feel as bad as possible for asking the question and then did you walk away like Uh, immediately or did you stare at them waiting to get a reaction uh i i didn't handle it i thought it was funny like i thought it sounded funny right but you could tell by the cringe in their faces that they did not they did not receive it as i intended right i don't think i i don't think any I mean, it comes up occasionally of at family events if if I'm dating anybody or anything like that, but it's never it's never intrusive ever. But I've heard that of from other people though. They just get bombarded with questions when they talk about somebody they're dating or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's just stereotypical. Like, oh, when you get married, and then you get married, when you have kids, and like, well, I don't know, like, what? Leave me alone. Yeah. Stop I- it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so 
because again we're getting close to that holiday season uh best worst uh best and worst gifts that you guys ever got or uh are given or received i've got a best Go. worst i don't know like I mean, but this is like significant others or just in general? I assume no, significant, no. significant others. significant others. So Beth gave me a trip to Dayton, Ohio. Oh, God. Is oh, that wow. the, worst? the worst? We went down to uh, Dayton for a basketball game. It was a blast. I mean, we had an awesome time. Uh, some of my friends from college were there. Uh, we went to my old house. The guys that used to live in my old house showed up that used to show up when we lived there. So it was like three generations of guys and lived in this house. We had a blast. And it was what, what the coolest part was it made Beth was like, this place is actually pretty awesome. Like, it made her kind of realize why all my Dayton friends were so happy that we went to Dayton. Mm-hmm. So that was the best present. How about one you've given? That, I mean, I used to, I was like, you know, when you're dual income, no kids, you do like a lot of jewelry because you can afford to. When you have the kid mm. uh, that, the <laughs> when you're starting children that you pull off the jewelry a little bit. So I think she likes some of that stuff that I would, I mean, we have a jeweler my dad used to go to forever. So I go to him and he, he always come up with some cool stuff. Um, and then I took her to, I think I talked about this, uh, took her to Detroit for a Red Wings game. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. That's before she converted to being a Blackhawks fan. Right. Um, but that was awesome too. And I don't know if I stole the idea from her or she stole the idea from me for the trip to see a game. I probably stole it from her is hmm. my guess. Worst gift. I was in college and I was dating this guy from by Dayton, Ohio. And he gave me a brass like, um, candle holder with a candle. And it was like very Ebenezer Scrooge-ish. <laughs> <laughs> that is outstanding. <laughs> so I opened it and wasn't sure what to say because, like, my roommates were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got you something for Christmas. And it was so exciting. And I opened it and it was so funny that then I went through, like, recreating various scenes from Christmas Story. Yeah. Or yeah. Christmas Carol. Uh, Christmas Carol. And uh, the candlestick still comes out every once in a while to do oh, some. Oh, my Lord, you still have it. That's that a strange one for a college kid. How about his mom was like, you have to you know give what? this to I am. He then later explained, he's like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to like it, but we were at the Hallmark store, which is really the only gift shop in our town, and my mom thought you'd really like a candle for your room. And I was like, no, it's great. It's what I well, wanted. Yeah. What are and you going to say? And there's never fires in old, <laughs> old no, college houses. No, I actually knew a guy who got kicked out of the dorm at Iowa because he got home from the bars and lit up a uh, barbecue grill in his... <laughs> his dorm room. <laughs> I like that they kicked him out. He did get kicked out of school, but no, the dorm. Like, sorry, oh yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. Grill yeah. in the dorm, you're out. Go, yeah. go rent some place. What about you? What did you? Uh, I'm, I'm, some of your highlights or lowlights? Uh, hi- highlights, I would say. I, I tried to always be a little creative, even if I, um, you know, didn't have a whole lot of cash. Uh, when, like in college, uh, one of the gifts I gave was. Uh, I gave candles, but they were all the like the scented <laughs> candles, uh, without the brass. With the holder. to put your finger in. Yeah, to, no, yeah. I didn't give that. Um, gave that, and then also gave a massage with it. Not me, but like a <laughs> yeah, professional massage yeah. with like some oils and stuff like that. Um, I can't really think of any bad gift that I've ever received. I've had some that were probably questionable, but nothing out of the ordinary, nothing like a candlestick or anything like that. But uh, probably for my best gift, 
was this was uh, 10 years ago or so. I've been dating this woman for a little while. And I was living, I had a roommate at the time. And we, this is when I was, uh, well, I won't say where I was living, but um, <laughs> just because I To protect pro- the innocent. Yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, it was getting close to Christmas. And the three of us, my roommate, uh, myself, and uh, the girl I was dating at the time, we all went out. We may have had a couple of cocktails, and we got back, and we were talking about Christmas gifts, and my roommate had asked what we had gotten each other and if we had exchanged gifts together, and we said no. And then I, one of us had gone to the bathroom, and my girlfriend at the time had told him uh, what she had gotten me. And then uh, at some other point in the night, he asked me what I had gotten her, and I and I told him, and he started busting out laughing, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, geez, what's going on?" And so on and so forth. And, and then we all went to bed, and nothing ever really. We never talked about it again until Christmas. And then we both opened up the gifts, and we had gotten each other the exact same thing. We had gotten each other uh, Pentax camera K one thousands, exactly the same models, and that, of course, is why he was laughing so hard. But that was one of the best <laughs> gifts I. I, I did get that was awesome but to me that's like perfect for a relationship because tom's like it is exactly <laughs> reciprocal there's no yes exactly so when you're in an early stage of a relationship you want to make sure you're on the same wavelength and things are equal right right well that gets so us to our that gets yeah. us to our second question which is what's an appropriate gift uh when you are in the beginning stages of a relationship maybe in the middle or, or towards the end so i mean in my opinion it's uh, not necessarily what's the appropriate gift because it's going to depend on you know what's the person, what do they need, what do they like. So it's gonna it's gonna vary. Sure. Um, and obviously, when you're starting out, you don't want to go too like intimate with the present or too yeah, too big. You're not, you're not going to buy him, you're not going to buy but, a lingerie. No, probably not. But I think it's all. And I've had this conversation after like holidays with you know girlfriends or and it's like oh what did you get her what did she get you and then it's like oh, okay that was pretty equal like you both right. spent probably you both spent two hundred dollars you both spent you know three hundred dollars so you're both in the same neighborhood monetarily mm-hmm. so I think that is almost you know more important than. Yeah, I know you want to have thought for gifts that they actually sure, like. Sure, but to me, it's more about like, are you both in the same realm in terms of the spend? Because then it probably tells you you're in the same you're on the same path with the relationship. Hmm, it's an interesting way of putting it. Um, yeah, I could see that. As far as I, I, I would say. Uh, Monetarily, uh, the value, I think, of something kind of depends. I think y- if you put a lot more thought into something, it doesn't really matter how much it is, especially if they would appreciate it. I don't have, like, a ton of, like, just random cash laying around, um, but sometimes I date people that do. So I think that I think that sometimes I feel the pressure to, like, step up my game and spend more money than really I should when mm-hmm. it probably would have been just fine to do something thoughtful. But I think I usually try to do something that's, like, an event or something that... Right. We do together, like a game or a play or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but wouldn't it be like, I mean, like thoughtful gifts that don't cost anything are fantastic and they mean a lot, mean the whole world to me. But if you got like, if you spent, <laughs> I just kept waiting for the butt to come. You, yeah, it came. <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> but if you spend like a ton of money and you get like, oh, here's a picture of us in a five dollar frame from Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Great. Thanks a lot. I mean, what? Like, where's the rest of my stuff? Come on. <laughs> my God. You know? Hey, I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, like, it's so right now, like, with Beth, I try to get her things that are more, you know, that kind of give her a break, if you will. Like, hey, night, night at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave her a night at a hotel, like, 
a year and a half or two years ago and she still hasn't used it mm. <laughs> um which i'm starting to think maybe like does it expire at any point or <laughs> um and then uh for something over the summer's birthday or anniversary you know i give her like a little you know spa thing you know massage mm-hmm. and nails or whatever right so now i just i try to like give her things that kind of give her a little break i guess you know like, you know give her a little rest and a little time alone if you will right because i'm sure caitlin and i can be uh, a bit of a chore at times <laughs> um when i was dating my ex-husband he was like saying oh i go snowboarding all the time in wyoming and do this and do that and i was like wow he's a snowboarder so there's this place called big bear that wasn't that far from where we lived and uh so i bought him a season pass there for christmas wow, which i know that's a big gift i still remember like i kind of went overboard but he went overboard too uh and we've been dating Equal. like nice like yeah. five months maybe and i remember i had to put it on a credit card because i couldn't like shell out the money all at once and then it turned out maybe he wasn't the biggest snowboarder mm. that like he was like like he had a snowboard that's part of the show and he kept it uh, lying's not he, part of the show he kept it <laughs> in his closet so i simply assumed and i never questioned the fact that i hadn't he hadn't, he hadn't gone snowboarding since i met him but i figured oh it's probably just because he doesn't have the pass sure so I bought him it, and then he never used it. Oh, my God. I think you could... Oh, man. Yeah, well, he should have said, like, why don't we try to sell this to yeah. somebody else? But in those days, there wasn't, like, online marketplaces as much as well, there is now. Well, that could be. That could be. Still, Back in the olden days. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, so in the beginning, though, I, I think you got it. Like, what would be... If you just started dating somebody, what would you look for now? Like, if you just started dating Beth, and Christmas was right around the corner, what would you buy her? Um, like right now? No, so, like, so you've so been Beth dating first, for... Our first Christmas, I got her, um... Actually, this might have been our second Christmas. Our first Christmas came up pretty quick. I mean, we met, like, mid-fall, right? right. So first Christmas... That's tough, when you yeah. first meet somebody, and then you got... Not only that, but you got Christmas, you got... uh And then you got Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, up. yeah, and honestly, this sounds bad, um... I got, I don't know if it was first or second Christmas. I want to say this was probably second. But, like, she liked camping, so I got her a uh, a tent. <laughs> and she loved it. We still have it. That's romantic. I, and ironically, that was the second her Christmas? father got That's her, like a, like, a camping table. Hmm. Like, and, like, we didn't chat about it. Yeah. You know? Um, but, man, is that bad? I don't remember if that was first or second. I would guess that was second. Yeah. Um, but, again, you just try to, like, I mean, I think, I don't know if all guys do this, but I literally just try to listen right. all year long and then be like, oh, all right, that's yeah. a present idea. That's a oh, present you know idea. What, another thing that I yeah. would do, too, is like if we were out shopping and she would pick something up and start talking about how much she liked it or whatever, and then she'd be like, ah, I don't know, it might be too much money, and put it down, I'd be like, mm, that's going right here. Boom. First Christmas, Sold. that's what I did. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. First yeah. Christmas, I got a picture of the... Uh, it was the Tribune and the Wrigley Building from like 1920, mm-hmm. uh, black and white framed picture. And then there was like it was a, from Walter e. Smith. She like didn't buy it, so I went back and bought it for her. And then there was like a random red vase that was like on sale. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'll take that. She too. likes red. I'll take that red <laughs> vase. Both of those are still in our house today. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I think I'll, that's I'll, well. Sometimes I like I like to drop the hint. Like, oh, my kids were so hilarious because the perfume I wear, they thought. It's called Change the Channel, but it was Chance by Chanel. <laughs> you know, just if you were wondering. Right. 
That's pretty good. Uh, but say you started dating somebody. We're so we're recording this in all transparency, beginning of November. So if you just started, well, let's let's take it back a month. Say it was you met somebody first couple of weeks of October, um, and Christmas was coming up. What would you do? Am I like like how how often do you I like see her. them? You like them? Her? <laughs> you like him? I've become Whoa, big news. <laughs> big news tonight, folks. Uh, you like him? You think there's potential? For at least six or seven months. I think mm-hmm. it would depend on like what they like and what we do together and things like that. Right. I don't think I'd spend more than, you know, a couple hundred bucks for mm. sure. That's a lot. I, I think early on yeah. that's even. Yeah, I would say that's aggressive that's this early aggressive. on. Okay. If this happens, I'll come and ask you guys. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to go shopping together. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> I won't hover at all. <laughs> I can't really think of anything else to go with. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're going to be together, then you got to go big at some point, right? Well, yeah, I think um, like there definitely comes to a point where you want to like, you know, impress. You want to give them, you know, your significant other something impressive and something they can be proud of. Well, what about okay, something uh, tangible instead of something like an experience? But like, say, yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, Tom talked about the hotel. Um, rather than something like a piece of jewelry. Well, like if, with my parents, you have to be a joke. Like my aunts would be like, so what kind of jewelry did you get this year? Right. And what kind of, you know, like, a, like, I think there was like a six year period where it was like a bracelet every year. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> like no more bracelets. You wear them all together. Like, um, but, um, you know, it's, it's gift giving so like personal and hard. It's hard to like make it like a general, mm-hmm. You know, rule of thumb because what's good for the goose, it's not always good for the gander, right. right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think something tangible every once in a while is fine, but I think experiences are the way to go. Oh, you're saying like verses one no, or the other? Not necessarily verses, but I think you just change it up. Yeah. You know, yeah, some like with Beth, sometimes I give her an experience. Sometimes I'll give an experience and we end up like actually changing the experience. Like, well, instead of doing that, let's do this. So basically, she you said, know. your gift is not what I wanted. Let's do this. Right, no, it's, <laughs> you know, one time, we were supposed to go to Kohler and went to Europe instead. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's a good trade. Yeah. Um, that last, actually, this summer, I gave her Oktoberfest in Wisconsin. And I said, here's a couple. We can go to this Oktoberfest or that Oktoberfest. Which one do you want to go to? And we may have picked the wrong one, but we still had a blast. Yeah. Went to Milwaukee. We should well, go to New Glarus. I mean, yeah. That's not, that's not hard to do. True. All right, unless Allison's got anything to add. Yeah, I uh, I don't think I'll be... I mean, what if I meet someone tomorrow? I don't think I'll need to buy them a gift for Christmas, right? Just a card? Yes. With oh, maybe a little something. Yeah. Like $20, like six... Like a, like a, a $20 be, bill and a card like, like my grandma like, gave me? <laughs> if, they're, if they're like into beer, you give them like a, like a 12-pack of like a good beer, like, you know, just a little something. Just An old O.J. Simpson football card or something. <laughs> that actually might be worth money. Do you have some of those laying around? Uh, I gave one to my dad one year for Christmas. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. I'm sorry. By the way, I splattered it a little bit with like red pen, pen ink. Anyway. So if it was worth well, anything, yeah, it's not it's anymore. Worth nothing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Can I finish the show? Yes. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Single Married Divorce. Uh, next week, we will talking about breaking up and that it's hard to do. Um, should you text your ex over the holidays? And who says I love you first more, men or women? That's all coming up next week. 
on Single Married Divorce. For Tom and Allison, I'm Eric Rung. Have a great week, everyone.